Welcome to Culture Coach, a podcast with me, Nikki Lerner, helping you to engage in a proactive movement towards unity and understanding as it relates to culture and come from. Thanks for joining me today. You ready to go? Let's get started. Hey, thanks again so much for listening. You know, I wanted to create a space each week where you and I can learn about different cultures and come froms in a safe, non-threatening, non-embarrassing environment. I hope you enjoy this podcast. For more creative resources and ideas, you can engage with me at NikkiLearner.com. Today I was out driving around and I was just running some errands today. Um, had some stuff I had to take care of um, for the week. And so just kind of driving around, you know, I had some stuff on my list. And uh, one of the things on my list that I had written down was to call uh, a flooring company that's here uh, literally like right around the corner from my house um, to call a flooring company and see if I could get a, an appointment on the calendar for somebody to come over and measure um, an area of our house where we're getting some new flooring down. And so anyway, um, you know, I'd written out on this list, call uh, this flooring company. So while I'm driving around, I realized um, that this company is right around the corner from my house. I mean, literally right around the corner from my house. And as I was driving around, my first thought was, Nikki, you should just go, like just go in person to uh, the flooring company since it's close, it's right there um, and go, you know, go talk to somebody and, and set an appointment. Right behind that thought was, well, that's a waste of time. Well, it makes sense just to call. I mean, I don't really need to go. You know, I could probably do something else in that time frame. Let me just go home. Let me call. You know, let me see what's going on, whatever. And in that moment, I thought to myself, well, no, no, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. And so I went, uh, uh, took some, some extra time to drive to the flooring company. Um, I went over there, you know, I pulled in the parking space, opened the door to this beautiful showroom full of uh, carpet samples and uh, flooring options and lighting. And just, it was just a really great company to, to, to walk into. And so as soon as I opened the door, there was this lovely man that was sitting behind the desk. Uh, his name was Jonathan. He said, hi, I'm, I'm Jonathan. Uh, how can I help you today? And he had this big wide, wide smile on his face and his eyes were bright and it was very inviting, you know, as a customer to this place. And so got to go in and he said, how can I help you? And I got to speak in, in, in fine print, as I like to say, in long form about what I was looking for and all that. And he said, okay, that's great. Well, let me, let me get up, let me show you some things. And so he started to walk me around the showroom and uh, started showing me some stuff and he's like, feel this, you know, feel what this feels like. And I'm like, Ooh, that's nice. You know? And he's like, if you're really looking for something special, you know, we have this over here. And so feel this. He's like, this is what I like. And he's, you know, describing to me, uh, the kinds of flooring, you know, that he has in his house and things that people come in and, and they want. And, and, you know, if you want to feel this, but feel this, and they might feel a little bit different. And then he said, you know, we'll go ahead and take some samples home, you know, grab some stuff and see if it works. And then we went back to the desk and set an appointment time. 
And this took me all of about 15 minutes, probably 30 if you count it all together, um, you know, between driving from where I was to where this place was and, and driving back home. But as I was in the car, as I was leaving, I was thinking about you all. <laughs> and I was thinking about, uh, you know, I always think about myself first, but was thinking about you all that are listening to the podcast. I was thinking about clients that I work with. I was thinking about um, people that I work with, organizations that I work with right now that are trying to problem solve some of their uh, diversity efforts. And the thought that came to my head today was uh, don't let efficiency kill your diversity efforts. Let me say that again. Don't let efficiency kill your diversity efforts. For some of you, this is, might be one of the greatest stumbling blocks that you have right now to seeing your business, your company, your organization, uh, your faith community, whatever it is, your personal life. This is, this is the greatest obstacle for you in seeing your, your diversity efforts and your diversity goals come to life and come to fruition. Because you honor efficiency over people. You honor um, the quickest way to get something done, uh, the most automated way of getting something done, the most outsourced way of getting something done rather than leaning into a new practice or going back to an old practice that will actually put you in proximity with real people in real time. Don't let efficiency or automation kill your diversity efforts. Because here's the thing in this story about me going to the flooring company, what, what, uh, drove me to go in person to the flooring company is that I just wanted to be with a real person. <laughs> you know, I just wanted to be with a real human being. Um, I wanted, I wanted somebody to say hello to me in person. I wanted somebody to walk me around a showroom and sell me their product. I wanted somebody to tell me about all the different options that I could have. And I'm not sure I would have had the same uh, experience had I just went for efficiency or even automation and just went back home and called. I wouldn't have had uh, the face to put to the name of the guy that's going to come over and, and, and measure the room in my house. I wouldn't have had any of that. I wouldn't have had the experience of this person here at this company, this experience of this guy named Jonathan. I wouldn't have had any of that had I not just shown up, had I not taken um, an extra 30 minutes in my day and just connected with real people. I could see his face, he could see my face. For some of you, this is how you are utilizing, uh, or not utilizing, for some of you, this is how you are going about your diversity efforts, partic particularly in an area such as hiring or recruiting, or uh, finding people for your volunteer teams if you're in a nonprofit. You are allowing 
the uh, oftentimes monocultural principle in your business that has worked up into this point of efficiency and automation to kill your diversity efforts. So maybe you're looking to hire somebody and, and your, your strategy is just to, you know, put it out on a, a job hiring site or a headhunting site or something like that and hope that people come. You know, for some of you, you're putting, you know, you're fishing, you're, you're putting your, your line out into monocultural waters again because you're more concerned about efficiency and automation than you are just building real relationship with real people. Because what you don't want to do is go and actually have coffee with a group of people that are from a different culture than you and tell them that you need them. It takes too much time. That might be two hours in your day. Who's got two hours in the day? But what's more important to you right now, efficiency or diversity, automation or relationship? Some of you that own companies or you're part of HR, you are hoping that, you know, you just can find some uh, consulting organization or a hiring organization that specializes in um, the people that you're looking for and you put it out and it's automated and it feels efficient to you, basically you can pass it off to somebody else. Hopefully they'll find somebody for you and then you know, all of your diversity efforts will, you know, will be fixed on themselves instead of going to build your network yourself. You go meet people, you go build relationships, go do it yourself. You go take the time and the energy to go build it. But most of the leaders I talk to, quite frankly, are so immersed in the habit, in the practice of efficiency and automation over relationship and experience that it's killing your diversity efforts. I did a podcast uh, not too long ago that was talking about how to build a network. And one of the things that I mentioned in that podcast was, you know, um, sometimes you can get frustrated if you've been a monocultural organization for a while and, you know, you're starting, you're, you're looking for diverse hires or diverse people, team leaders, whatever it is, and you can't find them after like two months of work. And one of the, the, the insights that I shared that day was that, you know, it took time for you and your team, your group of VPs or executives or whatever it is, it took time for you all to build a monocultural network of people. And so if it took time for you to build that work, that network, why do you think that overnight you're gonna be able to hire a bunch of different people that aren't part of one particular culture? It just doesn't work that way. It takes time, it takes relationship, it takes intention. It doesn't take efficiency and automation. And so I say that to you today, both as a little bit of a poke, but also as an encouragement to you. Because if you know, if you can pinpoint, if you can, if you can recognize in your organization that what's killing your diversity efforts is efficiency, or automation, or even, this is probably another, another podcast, but even narrative. What do you believe about a diverse group of people? What do you believe about people out there? 
are the narratives that you're holding about other people, are those narratives true? Or are those things that you just made up? Do you know those things to actually be true? I can't tell you how many times I hear from people, clients that I work with that, you know, in their particular industry, that there are just no people, like none. <laughs> and my, my, my question always is, do you know that to be true? Or is it just that you can become so entrenched in your monocultural practices and your monocultural habits that you are basing that story off of your own experience instead of going out and actually building relationship with people who may be doing exactly what you're doing, you just don't know they're out there because you haven't tried and you haven't tried to build the relationship. Don't let efficiency and automation kill your diversity. Go out and meet people. Go out and be where people are. Go uh, take a whole day and cancel meetings that really you don't need to have and instead fill that day with the building of multicultural networks. Because if you won't do that, then you have to spend the time to figure out why you won't do that. Why won't you reschedule an entire day so that you can start to build networks cross-culturally? Why won't you do that? Is it because you can't do it? Or is it because you won't do it? Is it because you can't do it or is it because you don't want to do it? Be honest with yourself. Stop lying to yourself to say either that, well, this just isn't going to work or this doesn't work that way or whatever, because it's based on your own monocultural experience. Don't allow these things to derail your diversity efforts. Trust me, people are out there. <laughs> Don't say that they're not until you've actually tried. So maybe this week, if you're listening to the podcast, maybe this is a, an on-time derailment for you to look at your schedule, look at your month, look at your calendar. Do you have time blocked off to build networks of diverse people? Do you have time? Because I'm, I'm telling you right now, if you don't start to look at your calendar and look at where your, uh, where your um, priority li priorities lie, where your treasure lies in your week as a worker, this will not change and you will not see, uh, you will not meet the goal, the diversity goals that you want because you're unwilling to change what you've done before. Don't lie to yourself today. Don't let efficiency and automation kill your diversity efforts. Find again what it's like to build relationship. Find again what it's like to see people in person or on the telephone so that you can hear their voice or on a video call or something, but build relationship today because I guarantee you that there's so many of you that you are frustrated and you are starting to want to give up. Um, you are starting to think that maybe uh, this diversity thing isn't working. Maybe it's impossible to have a multicultural organization. And what I'm telling you is it's possible that, th that the reason you're not seeing your goals is because you are valuing and honoring efficiency and automation over relationship uh, and connection. That's my word for you today. Lean in, look at that schedule, block off some time every single week to work on your diversity efforts and you will see the change that you long to make. Hey, thanks so much for making the time to listen. 
If you like the insight today, tell your friends and be part of the newsletter at NikkiLearner.com. Remember, it takes that first decision to realize your vision for a more generous, multicultural life. I'll see you next week.